0: This is Beth Center on v the sports betting network. Hi,
2: everybody, and welcome in. It is Bet Beth Center on NFL Divisional Round Saturday night from downtown Las Vegas at our Circa Sportsbook Studios. There's a lot for us to get into. We've got Jeff Farles. I'm Ben Wilson, Brian Ortega, our Packer-clad producer from behind the glass. And that's where we're going to start, in the frozen tundra of Green Bay, Wisconsin. will take you through this game for as long as it is going while we're on the air, and it it will be the the entire game because we are on here for the next four hours right through 1 a.m. on the East Coast. And in a game so far, Jeff, that has seemingly been dominated by Green Bay, 7-0 Packers as we start the second quarter. It's a game where San Francisco has yet to record a first down. They have yet to record a positive yard, certainly minus seven yards. Despite all of that, Jeff, a key fumble by Mercedes Lewis in San Francisco territory, coupled with a sack that just took place as we go on the air on third down of Aaron Rodgers. Has San Francisco getting the ball back with likely good field position, only down 7 nothing. Pretty amazing start here in a game that has felt one-sided, uh, to say the least.
3: Yeah, hey, look, you can't really ask for much more if you're the Niners with the way the box score looks, Ben. You're very fortunate to be in the game. Uh, awesome punt by Green Bay there uh, to at least not give San Francisco oh, tremendous really good punt. Uh, field position. Still pretty good at their own 35. Uh, you have to imagine that Jimmy G will be a little bit better than he's been so far. Granted, on that last drive for San Francisco, I don't know what's happened to Kittle these last few weeks, but Kittle mm. the wide open in the middle of the field. Drops will, will probably would have been about a 30-yard play for San Francisco. Would have had him in business at the end of the first quarter, but look, Green Bay's first drive was absolutely perfect. To a T, exactly what they wanted to do Easy drive right down the field. Jones capped, there. excuse me, Dylan capped it off with the touchdown run. Uh, but since then, Green Bay really hasn't done much of anything offensively. So good adjustments by San Fran's defensive staff. We yeah. know the look, we know the Packers have had problems with this Niners, with this Niners team since Shanahan and Garoppolo have, have taken over the head coaching and quarterbacking mantle. The Green Bay, even though they were up a lot in that game earlier near the was they were fortunate to win that game. That was a vintage Rodgers drive at the end to get in range, and Crosby actually made the kick. But uh, look, it's uh, it, it is a uh, it, it, it is a game that you expect to be grinded out here for both teams. After the first drive, San Francisco has gotten their act together defensively, and uh, we should be in for a fun one. The rest of the
2: day I year. think I think we will be. And hit us up on Twitter. We're at VSN Live. If any props you are sweating, we'll throw up our producer Brian Ortega's props because he is he's a Packer backer, as they say up there in Wisconsin. And he's got. Uh, oh, there's a lot of losers right there. At uh, least the first four.
3: L L L to kick off the. Uh, Everything the else is to... still
2: alive, though, but the first four did not go well. I, I, it was A.J. Dillon, eleven to one. But I like that Brian is a backer backer.
3: I, I don't know why. I don't know why. I did, again, uh, Brian, uh, I, I don't understand your first pro- first touchdown logic. <laughs> Where you took three, you took three of the four short shots to score the first touchdown.
2: We're not at South Point. He can't defend himself.
3: I man! I the, the, the interesting logic. Uh, I, I will say though, uh, Lazard's been pretty much non-existent so far in this game, which is a little bit surprising.
2: Yeah, certainly so. You look at some of the the props that have cashed in the general numbers here. We mentioned A.J. Dillon, eleven to one. He at circa plus one thirty five anytime touchdown. So those are your two player props who have cashed. Packers cover the first quarter line. They were laying a half at even money. That that's a first quarter bet cashes. And then nine and a half was our first quarter total. Heavy juice to the under. Seven nothing Packers after a quarter at minus one sixty. Uh, that gets there. We with with having seen San Francisco, Jeff, three drives. Three three and outs, two of them for negative yardage, two sacks of Jimmy Garoppolo. He is 0 for three passing the football. Looking at how the numbers have adjusted here, it's, it's mostly to the total because we have seen this closing 47 or 47 and a half down to 42 and a half basically everywhere as we come out 13.07 to go in the second quarter with the Packers basically laying seven market wide. And on the first play, another drop for San Francisco, a little bit behind Debo Samuel, Jeff. But it, it's funny how we had the whole cold weather narrative last week in the Buffalo-New England game. We watched Buffalo come out and have one of the greatest offensive performances in playoff history against Bill Belichick in New England, no less. And we basically all just said, all right, cold weather. It does not matter. It's like, come on. These guys are professionals. They're able to handle any conditions as long as it's not gale force wind. Certainly the weather, Jeff, seems to be having an impact on San Francisco early. That's another drop for two uh, two of the best offensive weapons in the game. First Kittle, now, Samuel.
3: Yeah. Look, Garoppolo has never played in a game below 40 degrees in his, in his career, which again, I know he spent the first few years in New England, but as we know, all of his starts came in September. The year that Brady was suspended uh, for the flight gate. But look, uh, it, it's just one of those where sometimes takes a team a while to get into the game. And I think that's more it more than anything. Again, San Francisco is pretty lucky to only be down 7 nothing. This very easily could be worse. Their defense after the first drive really settled in. Uh, but look, uh, if you don't score any points, Ben, you're not going to win a game. You know that.
2: I think that's great analysis. <laughs> do you, how many times do you think Kyle Shanahan has had three consecutive three and outs as 49er head coach when leading his offense? How many times do you think it has happened before what has happened today? And they now also have a third and eight. We'll let you think about this, Jeff, as we watch third and eight. Garoppolo under pressure. That's dumped. another sack. Sack number three. And Jimmy Garoppolo has now been sacked three times for negative 19 yards. That is four drives. Four three and ounce, negative negative ten total yards of offense. Twelve minutes to go in the first half, and Green Bay about to get the ball back at seven nothing. As we see our first of many looks inside our Circus Sportsbook camp.
3: Oh, nice, nice of nice to the folks behind us to join us in the future with that play happening, Ben.
2: What? <laughs> we got to have some advantages <laughs> somehow. There's this, there's, gla- there's this glass divide here, Jeff. All right, so how, how many times do you think it's happened under you know, the vaunted offensive mind of Kyle Shanahan? Oh, not many, Ben. Uh, tonight, the second in his head coaching tenure. Just the second three, three and out, consecutive mm-hmm. three three and out stretch. Well, look. Again, Happened week two against Philadelphia.
3: Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that, that game, uh, I was on the Niners in that game. It took them a while to get going. Yeah, yeah, you know? when they a ended, get they going. ended up winning that game and covering uh, 17-11, if memory serves that, me correct, yes. on that yeah, one. You were right on that. Uh, but but look, uh, for, for Green Bay here, because the first drive was so easy, Ben, and... We look, look, Matt LaFleur has taken a lot of heat despite his great record so far with the Packers because Packers have been in the NFC title game both years. Two years ago, they were pummeled. Granted, I think San Francisco was much better than them two years ago. And then last year, the inexcusable, unacceptable loss to Tampa. Uh, granted, rectified that a little bit by getting Mike Pettin the heck out of town and their defense is significantly better now than it was a year ago. Uh, but look, I need to see some in-game adjustments here from from Green Bay's offensive staff because he, San Francisco's defense, we know their pass rush is good. We know it's one of the best in the league. That secondary, as it was early in the game, was getting toasted by Devontae Adams. We need to see that the, the, uh, the game plan get mixed up a little bit here for Green Bay.
2: I think you make a lot of good points on that. And it comes into now the in-game handicap where we're seeing Green Bay minus 10 basically everywhere. 40 is now our total. Couple other bets of cash that I neglected to mention. Of course, now that we are into the divisional and beyond rounds, Jeff, we are going to have so many more props in-game to get to that people might have been betting. So first touchdown or first score to be a touchdown, that cash is at minus 180. Will the 49ers score every quarter? The no, which was minus 375. Maybe one of the easiest bets you could possibly have in this game. That is already uh, that is already cashed as well. Packers' first team to score at minus 155 gets home. Also, So we'll we'll, stay, we'll keep you abreast on all of these props as they develop. 11:36 to go. Packers getting the ball back once again. Four drives, 4-3 four announced for San Francisco. The one conversation I think is is really fascinating and worth having just to kind of set the the tone here, Jeff, for the rest of our in-game conversations. You and I both have Green Bay Packer futures. You have a you have the best number of anybody I know. 40 to 1 to win the Super Bowl, right? 20 to 1 to win the NFC.
3: Yeah, thank goodness uh for a little over uh, overreaction.
2: I'll say yeah. that definitely helped your case. So you have those futures, I, and we're not making we're not bringing this up just to say look at how cool we are with our futures. I, I have eight to one to win the Super Bowl from around Thanksgiving. I have to think there are a lot of people out there though, Jeff, that are, are viewers of ours, and just in general in, in the betting market who have Packer futures, which leads me to to think. A, did you do anything to potentially hedge and look to make a profit here pregame? And B, how do you attack this, especially in your case, where you stand to make a really, really big profit if the Packers go all the way? How do you handle the in-game element of this just based on what you are, what you already have in your
3: pocket and what could be in play here? Well, I look, uh, I, I, I stand to make a nice profit for myself. I wouldn't go... Big, big, We all big. have our own definitions, hey,
2: hey, 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 Jeff. I win mean, a, a $5 a, bet, Nice I'm celebrating like
3: I just hit the lottery. I, again, it's all. <laughs> I, I have been a holder on that one, Ben. But uh, I did not do anything with this game. Okay. I did not do anything. I it, Look, next week I almost assuredly will, especially if it's Tampa. I will almost assuredly take the points with Tampa next week. But for this one, I, I didn't like the way the Niners match up with the Packers going into this game especially with the week off, especially, again, cold doesn't isn't supposed to be one of those big factors, but you're taking a team that, yes, I know that San Francisco isn't, it, 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 it gets cold in San Francisco, I understand that, but this is a different bone-chilling cold than what you get at any point of the year in the Bay Area. So it's a little bit of a, it, it was one of those where I was like, you know what, I don't like the matchup, I'm not going to bother here. And if San Francisco wins the game, then, you know what, it is what it is. I will take my L and, and go from there. It is 14 degrees right now in Green Bay, Wisconsin. When's the last time it was 14 degrees in San Francisco? I'm going to say never. What was the
2: old line? The coldest winter I ever spent was a summer, summer in San, San Francisco. Francisco. I don't know that that I don't know that we got that that quite uh, that quite low, 14 degrees. I think you're you're onto something there. Uh, after the punt, it is a 3rd and 6 immediately for Green Bay, Owned 30-yard line, 10 minutes to go and a beautiful pass to the outside, Rogers Adams. The connection uh, so far of the season for Green Bay, that is a seven-yard gain in a first down. Rodgers, 9 of 12 for
3: 80 yards. Very efficient. By the way, Ben, just real quick here, um, because the internet is is, is good un- for is something undefeated. like this. The coldest single temperature ever in San Francisco, December 11th, 1932, 27 degrees. Wow. Oh, there you go. 27
2: degrees. Yeah. There you go. Will the 49ers... Uh... Well, the 49ers get more first downs than the low temperature in Green Bay overnight tonight. That is an interesting prop.
3: There you go.
2: They are at zero right now, uh, in case you were wondering. (laughs) Negative 0.8 yards per play. Uh, We are just getting started. We'll continue to follow this in-game. We'll also give our thoughts. Circle back on the earlier game today. One team has punched its ticket into the AFC Championship game. We'll discuss that. We'll also give our full deep dive previews into tomorrow's doubleheader. That is all still to come right here on Houston Best
1: On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
0: This is Beth Center on VCN, the Sports Betting Network.
2: VSIN has a great new offer to help make this your best betting year ever. Our all new Big Game Big Dance special provides VSIN plus all access to everything we do from now through April 5th for only $69. Sign up now and get our daily best bets emails, 24 7 video access to the upcoming Big Game and College Hoops betting guides, plus full access to vsin.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game. It's one of the most exciting betting seasons of the year. So don't miss out on one of our best deals of the year. Visit slash big deal to sign up. Today there will be some college basketball talk later on in the show as well, since that uh, big game, big dance special goes through the big dance. As we're back with Jeff Parles, I know you're betting on a lot of college basketball these days, in addition to uh, the NFL. I'm Ben Wilson. We had a we had a near situation in Green Bay, Jeff, where on third and twelve, Aaron Rodgers throws to Aaron Jones, ten yard gain. They line up like they were going to go for it on fourth and two, but it was just a stall tactic, delay of game taken pretty poor punts from Corey Bohorquez goes out of bounds at the San Francisco 22 Niners take over at the 641 mark down seven to nothing. In the first half, you see the updated numbers courtesy of DraftKings. we were down to 37 and a half on our total with the Packers laying nine, nine and a half, depending on where you look in the market. Jeff, you and I were just watching this off air Had Green Bay gone for it and not gotten it. It would have been our first, well, maybe not our first, but our, our Twitter-oddy aggressiveness moment of the game. And you were a fan of what, Potential
3: decision for Green Bay. That would have been a go for me. San Francisco can't move the ball. You've Aaron Rodgers. Why do you say that? They're averaging negative .7 yeah, yards I, per I would Look, I'm not going to kill the punt. I'm not going to kill that. But that would have been a go for me there on a fourth and two. Uh, again, I think Twitter's already had its, uh, had its amount of fun with a uh, decision that, look, uh, we'll get to in a second. Yeah. I don't care what the numbers said on that. The decision in that earlier game was just wrong we just flat out wrong for the time in the game that the one quote-unquote analytics decision came into play earlier it was
2: an interesting decision and I should uh, correct myself on this in this current in game we're down to seven or he- seven heavily juiced to Green Bay or seven and a half thirty. 30- Six and a half to 37 now are adjusted total. Some of the first half props to keep an eye on, by the way. Packers close minus three and a half for the first half. Even money, that's looking good. First half under looking very good, under 23 and a half. Uh, the, some of the team totals, 49ers, 10 first half team total. That looks like a dead under at this point. Packers 13 and a half. That's going to be a tough one at this point to get over uh, with likely one more, maybe two drives, depending on... At this rate for the futility of the Niners offense those are some of the first half numbers we're keeping uh, 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 tabs on no player props have come uh, close to getting over outside of the ones we've already mentioned with our AJ Dillon 11 to 1 first touchdown score as well as the anytime uh, touchdown score there at plus 135 so while we have a break in the action San Francisco about to get the ball back down 7-0 638 to go in the first half let us begin our discussion Jeff of what we saw earlier today one game in the books From Nashville where the Tennessee Titans whole lot of Titans steam opening minus two and a half closing four basically market wide against the Cincinnati Bengals as the Titans come out in a game line 48 48 and a half as well to the total and it's the Cincinnati Bengals behind an Evan McPherson 52 yarder at the horn go into Tennessee first ever road playoff win in Cincinnati franchise history and they knock off number one seeded Tennessee to advance to the AFC championship game Jeff you you were telling me before we went on the air, you were on Cincinnati earlier today from the, the general flow of that game where Cincinnati appeared, at least from the eye test, to com- be completely outplaying Tennessee for the majority of that game until Joe Burrow throws an interception that was as razor thin of a margin as you could you know, potentially call on replay, seemed to flip the game. Tennessee has the ball in Cincinnati territory in a tie game, driving for the potential winning field goal, would have cashed still so for Cincinnati betters, but Ryan Tannehill throws his third interception of the game allows Joe Burrow to hit Jamar Shea setting up the 51 yarder for McPherson and the Titans are donezo Bengals you're out you outright winner certainly nobody would argue that you were you were on the right side oh certainly, I, I... the right side for Cincinnati regardless of whether they won or lost the game but in the end for Tennessee to to stall the way they did after getting all the momentum back on their side, what an indictment did you feel like that was on on Ryan Tannehill just specifically before we discuss the rest of this game?
3: Well, first off, I, I think Cincinnati with the points was never really there was never a doubt that they weren't the right side if they got I there agree or with not. You. Yeah, final result was a coin flip. It just was with the way the way that the, the game busted out. I mean, look, Tennessee had nine sacks in this game. They had nine sacks. Burrow Burrow took it as bad of a sack as you're ever going to see late in that game on Cincinnati's next-to-last drive that took them out of McPherson field goal range, which, quite frankly, is 62 and shorter at this point yes. with how good he is. And Tennessee still didn't take advantage. Now, the last drive for, for Tennessee was fascinating to me, Ben, because I think Vrabel totally butchered the clock. And in essence, the butchering in the clock was actually the only reason they somewhat had a chance still because Cincinnati has such a limited amount of time that they had to hit one big play in order... to to safely get in McPherson range. But to answer your original question, I think the the, analy- the analytical numbers that had the Titans as 20th best team in the NFL, of 16th best team in the NFL, I thought those were a little bit ridiculous. But the ones that had them, in, and I'll give pro football focus credit here, they had them eighth going into this round. That was probably about right. But they had a distinct advantage of having home field, the, having the bye, excuse me, more than even home field, which is why to Tennessee, I think that there. Obviously, we know, we know that a, a few on the network had Tennessee futures going through this game, and part of the reason that those were better early in the season was having an advantage of having home field plus having a, a buy. And going into today, they even with that buy, even with those advantages, still were plus three ten going into today to win the conference because they were going to be an underdog regardless of who mm-hmm. won uh, wins tomorrow. Now it won't matter because they're not going to be in the game. But for Tennessee, this is going to be a long off season for them because they have to think long and hard what they can possibly do with Ryan Tannehill as their quarterback. Because now they have been in the playoffs three straight years with Tannehill as their quarterback. They were in the AFC title game two it, it, two years ago, mostly on the virtue of New England's run was done. And I really do think, and I, I, this came up in another conversation of mine earlier today, that Baltimore was just played so many perfect games in a row that year. That they were bound to have a bad game, and it happened to come against Tennessee. Last year, they lose to Baltimore in the playoffs in a game knows was coin flip. Now they lose a the coin flip again at home. And today, the reason they lost the coin flip was because of Ryan Tannehill. There's no arguing that Ben.
2: Fifteen to twenty-four, two hundred twenty yards, touchdown, three picks, ten point four QBR. Were it not for the play of AJ Brown, who five catches, one forty-two, and a touchdown. Were it not for him just being on a another level as a awesome. receiver. You could make the case that those numbers were, I think I, w- I could make the argument. Those are the best possible numbers Ryan Tannis oh, yeah. could have come up with today. And they were not good numbers, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, so that is certainly one element of this game. The other element, which I want to get to you in a second, was was the, the variable clock management at the end and just the general strategy down the stretch for Tennessee with with their penultimate drive and then their final drive. First, a quick update here in the NFC Divisional game. We have breaking news, Jeff. We have a Jimmy Garoppolo completed
3: forward football pass. A uh, heck of a catch by George Kittle. And too. it took a,
2: a one-handed, falling out of bounds, caressing it as he was almost, uh, yeah, almost down onto the sideline. Catch by George Kittle to make it for 15 yards. Niners were able to pick up a second first down to get across midfield. So second and eight for San Francisco. Green Bay 47-yard line. Garoppolo now one of six for 15 yards. A little play action. Now three minutes left in the first half. Garoppolo nearly oh, sacked nice play off Brett Farve in shovel pass. That will pick up a first down. So, finally, it only took five drives, Jeff, but the 49ers actually have positive yards for the first time all game and are moving the ball after that little shovel pass to Elijah Mitchell for 15.
3: Look, I would say this, Ben. If you're San Francisco and you somehow get out of the half down only, either down one score or somehow tied, I'd feel pretty pretty good about where I'm at in this game if I were a San Francisco backer. Or a uh, San Francisco, or just involved with the Niners at all here, Ben, because uh, they've been thoroughly dominated for the most part in this half. And lo and behold, I, Robbie Gold's not going to miss a kick in all likelihood in this game. You're at least getting three out of this drive if you don't turn the ball over. And we're at the two minute warning yep. after a run by Mitchell at 7 nothing in the ball at the plus 25 for San Francisco.
2: If you're a first half Packer minus three and a half better, this is a sweat you did not think you would have to go through. But here you're we are. sweat now. Elijah Mitchell around the left side. We go to the two-minute warning. And our live lines, Packers now down to minus anywhere from four-and-a-half to five-and-a-half, 34-and-a-half to 35 and a half Your in-game total, it will be a, a second down and four at the Green Bay 25. Uh, so looking at the, the end of the game, let's just start with the – like to me, the penultimate drive is even more fascinating than the last drive, Jeff, because Tennessee, in a game where there was still four or five minutes to go, I mean, it, that was a scenario where – The cover was actually still somehow in play because Tennessee had really started to move the ball, easily get the ball into Cincinnati territory. They have a third and inches just on the periphery of their field goal range. They go read option. Tannehill keeps it stuffed for a loss of one. Then Derrick Henry run it into about 10 guys for a loss of two on fourth and one. That's like, we can kill Rabel for the end of clock. if, If you really want to, in the end, it was a Tannehill, terrible pick that, ends up uh, nuking the game but that to me was the drive that really decided this game at a moment when Tennessee had all the momentum following the interception the amazing catch in the end zone by AJ Brown to tie the game that to me Jeff is where uh, more more Mike not Mike very necessarily but on the play calling from
3: the offensive coordinator side that is where they they should be indicted the most yeah I, I look I thought Todd, Todd Downing to call the terrible game for the most part and and look we said it the whole offseason Arthur Smith's the head coach of Atlanta we know Todd Downing's one season as the Raider coordinator was really bad, and it reared its ugly head today. Certainly
2: did. We, I remember that conversation we had, like, the yeah. night before week one. Yeah. <laughs> you were not a fan of Todd Downing. It came all the way back to this. All right, more V-CEN Bet Center on the other side. More updates as well coming up.
0: This is Bet Center on VCN, the sports betting network.
2: If you missed any part of our show or anything on the Beeson schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Go to Beeson.com slash podcast and get Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, of the Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, My Guys in Desert, Coast to Coast Hoops, and many more. They're all free and available now at Beeson.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. If my tempo of that read, Jeff, was a little bit on the erratic side, I, I was
3: just waiting for the
2: reaction The crowd us. shot is going to tell you why. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo, after a holding penalty on first and goal with the Packer 9, backs him up to first and goal at the 19. Jimmy Garoppolo extending the play. Oh, forces my. a pass toward the pylon for George Kittle. Adrian Amos, the Packer safety, reads it all the way. Interception at the 4-yard line with a minute to go
3: in the first half. That's just so bad from Garoppolo. After really making a nice play... To get out of the sack, which was to put them back at the 30-yard line. doing that second to go at the 30. But you can't make that throw. You can't make that throw. It's late. You're late once you're looking for Kittle there. And Amos, we know, is a great ball-hawking safety, Ben. And we've seen this the whole year. You can't make that throw, you're Garoppolo. And I, I was just uh, texting with a few other people, Ben. It felt like Green Bay may have let San Francisco off the hook here. And oh, it, so. And if it was going to be seven nothing, or, or excuse me, seven seven or seven three at halftime, you may feel a little bit of, a little bit of a problem coming for the Packers. But now you're at worst seven nothing. It seems Shanahan's not taking his timeouts, and I actually, well, looks like he just did take a timeout with 44 seconds after letting a few seconds roll off. Ben, this is one of the rare times where you almost, even though he has, even though San Francisco has all three timeouts. Are you sure you want to goad Green Bay <laughs> potentially into getting points so here? So,
2: in any other scenario, I would totally agree with you. The only thing is, the Green Bay special teams have been a night. Disastrous
3: this year. Which, yes. Like
2: every time, any balls in the air on a kick, I'm like, just, just kick it out of bounds. Just don't even try to return it. Just drop as a pack. You know, as a Wisconsin native. Yeah, no, I Packer know. What you're fan, saying. With my Packer futures, that like that is the only reason. I to me, you 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 try to make them at least punt the ball. I would just like you make them punt the ball. You might like. There's a chance you might either get some sort of block, bad snap, return. But your point is well taken on the not really wanting to see your offense out there on the field again.
3: No, it's not that. It's just that the problem is if Green Bay hits a, let's say Rodgers hits a 20-yard pass here. Well, if Aaron Jones can go ah, right out of bounds, you're going to get bailed out. Terrible play. What are we Little doing? swing here? pass. Jones swing pass runs out of bounds
2: on his own to stop the clock. 40 seconds to go. In the uh, first half, third and five coming up, and again Green Bay why? deep inside their own territory at the ten. What, why? What, what was the point I, of that? I
3: don't know. What's the point of that—you just save San Francisco a timeout. A lot we different. It. It's a significantly different outcome here. If you have San Francisco with one timeout in 35 seconds, yeah. as opposed to none in 30 and oh, 30 you. seconds.
2: Another prompt is cash though on the interception, Garoppolo to throw an interception minus <laughs> 150. Oh, I'm
3: surprised you only had Ryan. delay, lay
2: $1.50. That's pretty good, actually. Oh, look, people thought San Francisco would come in and just run the ball down Green Bay's throats. Bottom five rush defense team all season. San Francisco had been an elite rushing team. As Rodgers drops back, steps up in the pocket, There's a look at some of the props coming in. Oh, there a you wide go. Wide open. Aaron Jones down the sideline. One man to beat, and he is down at the 13 of San Francisco. 25 seconds to go. Got to take Packers your time out. the field entirely. Got to take your
3: time out, LaFleur. And there
2: is your reaction.
3: Oh, that is that is as brutal as it gets wow. from San Francisco totally there. Totally
2: blown coverage.
3: Look, I, again, I I would Come not on. have taken the time. It, it, this is the one circumstance against, against Rodgers, against Mahomes, are the two guys that even with all your timeouts, you have to tread very lightly because they can do that. Now... Instead of Green Bay looking like they were okay with going to the half, and and I know that was a little bit of a busted play more than anything that set that up for Jones, you're now in a scenario here where if Green Bay scores a touchdown, and they have a pretty darn good chance to get one here inside the 20-yard line with 26 seconds left, you go from completely in the game down 7 nothing to probably lights out at 14, and even at 10, that is a massive uphill uh, uphill climb for San Francisco. Look, I know they just came from 17 down to beat the Rams two weeks ago. I understand that. There's a different animal in this game, though.
2: Even even with giving the ball to start the second half, you were exactly right on that. 75 yard passing play from Rodgers to Jones, who goes over his passing, his receiving yardage. Drop I would hope so. On that play alone, 21 and a half. Rodgers. Oh, no. Hit from behind. Ball out. Who got it? Oh. Green Bay got it.
3: Green Bay's uh, got to come no back. timeouts. Green Bay's no got to come back and spike. Bay. Green now Bay's San gotta...
2: Francisco's claiming they have the ball, but they've already spotted it for Green Bay. Ten seconds left. They'll be able to. You're
3: okay. Uh, He's going to run it, run it down and kick a
2: field goal yeah, now. Yeah, spike the ball here with five seconds left on the San Francisco 21, and they will eventually snap it with three. And after San Francisco oh boy. almost had complete disaster with a defensive breakdown in the secondary, Packers almost give it right back as Rodgers gets strip-stacked on a Bosa. really good rush by Nick Bosa around the edge.
3: Wow. Bosa's is a stud, man. Oh, what a nice play there! You, how often do you see Aaron Rodgers not be able to feel the pressure like that? You don't see that no, very I, often. He
2: came around the edge so no, quickly. great,
3: great play by Bosa. Almost a get us back in the game play from San Francisco's <laughs> defense uh, to have uh, to have possibly gone in seven nothing. Uh, Crosby now, who has been very erratic this yeah. year, Ben. With a chance to at least put Green Bay up double digits. Shanahan's going to even ice him further here. So there you go. Okay. Uh, regardless, uh, first half
2: under going to cash. Under 23 and a half. That was a big play though for uh, for Packers team total. Because it was first half Packers team total 13 and a half. You had a potential there Jeff to, to go over with a last look at a touchdown. And said that is going to go under the 13 and a half of the first half. Mentioned the one-player prop, the first one that does cash on the yardage. Jones over his reception prop at 21 and a half. Oh, man. The the final two minutes of this first half have been after, uh, honestly, a pretty uh, low-key laissez-faire for an NFC night divisional game with this much hype. Jeff hadn't provided much in the way of fireworks. We watched Crosby line up for a 39-yard attempt center cut middle of the field, and it is blocked. blocked. (laughs) Blocked. Another green, mean, another, green, another
3: green Bay disaster. The folks behind us still haven't seen the block kick yet. Now they'll now they'll react. But uh look, that is that's again, they didn't block they didn't block Ward. They didn't block Jimmy Ward. That was easy. Come through, block that for San Fran. And the Niners bail out their head coach there at the end. And it's 7-0 going to half. And if you're the Niners, all things considered, even with that Garoppolo pick going in are in pretty good shape right now, all things seven, considered. Nothing. This game is
2: 7 nothing. in a game where Green Bay is out-yarded San Francisco 203-58. to Out-yard per played them 6.3-2.5. to 2.5. Out time of possession, 1731-1226. to 1226. And it was a lot worse than that, Jeff, until San Francisco's last drive in which it came down and had an 11-play 58-yard drive after being in the negative yardage with four straight three and outs to start the game. That drive, though, that ended with the Jimmy Garoppolo interception, you're you're completely right. I mean, this this could this is a game that could feel over. This could have this could feel like Buffalo New England at the half last Saturday when you and I were in studio. Instead, anybody's game, and now we wait for the halftime line to pop. It's a It's, which is a, it's a, a pick, it's a pick or everywhere. it's
3: a pick or it's ha- nine or seven and a half minus twenty for the game. So 20, plus a half, 22 and a half 23
2: yep. is your total, which would correlate. Actually, I saw circuit just drop down to twenty-one and a half. So anywhere from 28 and a half for the game, up to 30. What? You laughed at me when I brought this up in the break, Jeff. But I said, you know what? That Will there be a scoreless quarter prop? Yes, plus plus good winner. It's a
3: good that winner. That looks pretty
2: intriguing. <laughs> and that cash is thanks to the block field goal. I don't know. I don't have the mis-kicked prop in front of me. But you had to think you'd have to had to have laid some juice on that prop tonight. Or they set it at uh, one and a half because the, the Crosby to miss. I mean, it's been a disaster all year. Mason Crosby and the Packers, just special teams in whole uh, as a, as a, as a whole, but also the kicking game too.
3: Ben, I think I'm going to take the Niners second half. I, I I know I'm asking for trouble if I do that, but they just played like uh, offensively speaking until in, even including the last drive where they moved the ball. That was a disaster offensively the whole half, and they're only down seven nothing. Like I know yeah. Green Bay didn't really do much other than the, the the opening drive touchdown and then that 75-yard play to Jones at the end. But I, oh, there's no pressure on San Francisco in this game. they are not supposed to win this game. We weren't even supposed to be in the playoffs three weeks ago. And now here they are with a real chance to knock out a team that, quite frankly, Ben, not, it, it, not making the Super Bowl this year is a gigantic yep. failure for them. With the way that, how the season has gone, with how last year ended, they the Green Bay needs to make the Super Bowl this year for this season yep. to even be considered remotely a success. Even if they lose in L.A., it's fine. They have to at least get there.
2: This has gotten a whole lot in, a whole lot more interesting now. Other couple of first half props to cash. 49ers first half team total under 10, easy. The Packers to score every quarter. The no minus 195. You would have been halfway home if you grabbed the plus money there on the yes. That that under does cash. That no, that is you make I think a very compelling point to to say. And I look, I felt like this was this line was too high coming in at six, and that is where it closed basically everywhere. You're essentially getting the the pregame number. You saw as bad of an effort as you could have out of San Francisco as you mentioned, and it's still a seven nothing game. I don't I don't know that I'm gonna to i I'm not gonna fight. This
3: off. is this is gonna be tough now because now I'm seeing it a predominant book out here. Seven and a half for the game. So plus a half, second half, minus one twenty, or a pick second half, minus one oh five.
2: All right, we're going to get Chris Sheehan's thoughts, frequent guest on The Green Zone, as we continue right here on v
4: the Sports Betting Network.
0: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network.
2: It's never too early to prepare for the big game, and we want to make sure VSIN is a part of your plans. We'll be with you throughout the playoffs. And then on championship weekend, we'll have 56 hours of free video coverage on vsin.com leading up to our sixth annual live big game betcast. It's the biggest game of the year, so make plans now to join the VSIN betting experts before, during, and after the action on vsin.com, which teams will we have? That's what we're waiting to find out because we're at halftime of our NFC divisional round game. As we're back with Jeff Parros, I'm Ben Wilson. Seven nothing, Green Bay at the half. Jeff, as, you we, have, all expected, uh, as we all expect, you have made a bet, which we're going to get to in a moment. Yeah, because I, I, we want to bring in our guest here, get his take as well. We have, as I see on the clock, about six minutes until second half kickoff. Seven nothing, Green Bay at the half, a team laying five and a half or six at most closing shops. Your total is looking like the under, if you bet that under 47 and a half, that is looking like the rock solid bet of the night so far among bets that have not cashed yet. So let's bring him in, get his, uh, get his take on some second half and some in-game betting here. Uh, Chris Cheon, who has been a contributor on our weekend green zone show in the past, coming on with Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds during the heart of the NFL season. You can find him on Twitter at the big cheese show who hosts the Buy the book uh, show as well for Monumental Sportsnet. Always an outstanding guest. And Chris, we bring you in at the perfect time here. Halftime, 7-0. We are seeing a line at most shops of Green Bay, either pick them or laying a half. So San Francisco plus the 7 or plus the 7.5 for the game. As far as the side with what we have seen so far, where are you looking at as far as a halftime line, if there is any, from your perspective?
4: Yeah, fellas, I am looking right now at Green Bay because they're defensive line specifically Kenny Clark and you saw that on that rush where Amos had the interception. He's a disruptive force here and as far as the offensive line of San Francisco 49ers, I mean, they're just not doing as good of a job as they did against the Dallas Cowboys a week ago. That obviously that's pretty evident by Jimmy Garoppolo's passing and let's not be, you know, forget that this is pretty adverse weather conditions when you're playing in two degree weather here that's always going to favor the Green Bay Packers when they are used to playing in this environment here and this is just the defense too you saw Zedaria Smith early making an impact I think that you know I was looking at some of Elijah Mitchell's numbers coming in from a prop perspective his rushing receiving total was you know, uh, somewhere around 88 or so. And I thinking, I was thinking I was going to go over, but it just really came down to, can you trust this 49ers offense against the Packers defense that did get some pieces back? And to me, I ended up going with Green Bay and I would go with them in the second half too here as they look like they are in control as far as their defensive um, abilities are concerned here. And offensively, Aaron Rodgers connecting, as you see with Aaron Jones late in the uh, first half there. Um, I think they are capable of more big plays like that in the second half, as we will see uh, coming up here soon.
2: Right, and you were pointing out, too, the, uh, some of the props on the Mitchell side as well. We flashed them up a moment ago, 80.5 on the rushing yards, 7 for 21 so far. So to your point, Chris, it has not, not been a hey, profitable, at least uh, from the gaining yardage standpoint, early on for the San Francisco 49ers with only the 24 passing yards, 34 yards on the ground. So from the total perspective now, we sit at at a spot where it's, you know, again this has been this has come way down from our opening or I should say our closing number 21 and a 22s out there I'm seeing in the market that is a low second to half total by by most standards here but at seven nothing you've seen a pair of turnovers in the red zone now. Uh, where do you lean on this one? You, you could certainly make a case for with, with multiple drives in the red zone resulting in zero points for both teams could potentially be a byload low to the over. However, I'm, I'm thinking with what you're making the point of here, lack of pass protection for Garoppolo and the weather and, and how that has impacted the game as well. Or would you lean under here instead?
4: Yeah, guys. And one of the things when I'm looking at totals to me is I like pass play versus rush play percentage. And San Francisco coming into this game, was that a 52% clip choosing pass plays? Only New Orleans, Tennessee, and Philadelphia passed less than in their last three. They were only choosing 45% pass plays. That was the lowest clip in the NFL. They don't have to change who they are being down only seven points here against Green Bay, right? I think that they can still try and run the football here. They can still maybe dial up some Debo Samuel end around sweep something to get him in space right you don't want him running up into those defensive linemen you want him trying to go make a play on the cornerbacks who just are not going to be naturally as good of tacklers right so I do believe in Kyle Shanahan's ability to adjust at halftime but if I am looking at a total it's got to be under for me because I still think we saw Dylan getting in the end zone. Green Bay wants to run it, too. They're obviously a passing offense with some of their great weapons on the outside, too, and they can protect for Rodgers. But I think both squads physically, you know, we took we, we, Brandon Staley early in the year, right? And I like to reference this a lot, you know, establishing the physicality with the run game. So it is it more successful passing game? That's especially something you want to do second half of a divisional game when it feels like two degrees, the run game is going to be important for both these teams. So I think the under would be my side.
3: And they are now underway in green Bay as a uh, Crosby kicks deep boom, uh, to begin the second half. Of course, Packers up seven, nothing on. I put Debo back there. Oh, and no, no. Oh, the green no. Bay special teams right out of the gate gives up a 50 yard kick return. All right, Chris, as I'm a, Wisconsin- I, I, <laughs> I,
2: should, I'm a Wisconsinite, both of us have Packer futures that are, you know, it. We're, we're, we're trying to be professional, but it's hard. I'll just, just say that.
3: <laughs> Go ahead. <Jeff>. Chris, Sorry. <laughs> Chris, Chris, I want to move ahead, ahead to tomorrow. Early game NFC side. Tampa hosting the Rams. Both teams seemingly have pretty significant offensive line men out. Whitworth will be out for the Rams. The Bucs are doing all they can for Tristan Wirfs to be ready. He's still a game time decision. Uh, settling in with Tampa is a three-point favorite and a total of 48. What, what direction are you looking in that game?
4: First off, Jeff. Before I answer that, you had a call on the under Steelers Ravens late in the year, last game of the season. That hit. Great job by you. I was listening to Veece and on a run in the freezing cold, and I said, Jeff Parles, this guy knows his picks. Great call there. How I feel about the Bucks Rams game tomorrow. I think that Tom Brady is going to maybe feel a little bit of difficulty if Jensen and Werffs don't play. It is critical Jensen's got to play here. He's the second quarterback in that offense when you've got to call out what the blitzes are going to be. I do think, and I've heard Michael Lombardi say on this program here, and I agree with him when he says that Tom Brady knows Raheem Morris kind of defensively here. So, But at the same token, you know, Brady has the highest passing yards per game average in the NFL here. I think guys like Scotty Miller and Tyler Johnson can step up. He's got two tight ends that can catch over the middle here. I understand the Rams and Matthew Stafford is really good against the Blitz. In fact, since 2016, he's the best quarterback against the Blitz and Tampa Bay brings it more so than anybody, but am I trusting Matthew Stafford in this spot against the Tampa defense that's still got some dogs on that defense? No, I'm not. Not without Whitworth, not with a running game that I'm not overly impressed with, so I'm going with the Bucs.
2: And then Chris leads us into our night tomorrow. Bills, Chiefs, for you, the 90-second handicap of this game is what?
4: The Bills take this one in Arrowhead, and their running game, 192 yards over the last three games that they're averaging here. We've got Josh Allen going into Arrowhead. I don't think that he will be Concerned with the outside noise as he has dialed in right now with a plethora of pass pitching options and the number one defense backing him up that has only allowed, what, 12 passing touchdowns on the year, averaging less than a game? You know, Patrick Mahomes, I think that he throws one of these cross body passes late in the game and Buffalo gets the win in the cup.
2: Get him on Twitter at the Big Chi Show. Chris on giving us some time here on Visa and Betson. We're always fans of anybody who a will come on our show. First off, while NFL games are happening, and b who are complimentary of, of Visa as a whole. Who are you know when, a you're running in the cold? That's impressive in the first place, Chris. But also that you were you know, listening to uh, our guy Jeff and Gil Alexander at a numbers game. We certainly appreciate that as well. We always appreciate you coming on this network. Best of luck with the bets. The rest of your weekend. We will see how the uh, the sweat goes here in the rest of the Saturday night game. So Chris, has always, appreciate it. And I know we'll catch you soon here on the network in in some form.
4: Thank you for having me. You're making me look good in front of some of the guests here. I'm at a, a little shindig on a Saturday night, and they're all impressed. So thank you so much.
3: That's really what we're here for. We're we absolutely
4: are. here for that, Chris. Absolutely. Of,
2: of, of impressing other people. That's exactly what we like to do. Uh, second and nine here as we come back to first drive of the second half. So, Jeff, did you get your – it's funny. Chris was giving the opposite side. You you did have a like towards San Francisco with the points. As a big pass play comes to Debo Samuel, slip
3: screen takes it about twenty
2: five yards into the Packer red zone. Did you get in on San Francisco? I did.
3: I took a, so Superbook out here. It kept dipping. It kept dipping, and it finally got to seven and a half minus one fifteen. So plus a half for the second half minus one fifteen for San Francisco. I was like, you know what? Play him even. We get we get a cash. You get the ball first, and naturally Green Bay's special teams, which for a team that had the best record in the NFL and is considered again, pretty obviously the number one team going into the postseason, they have as bad of a special teams unit as you're ever going to see in this league. And naturally right out of the gate, a fifty yard kick return naturally. for Debo. And and here you go, the Niners are right on the doorstep again. And there goes Debo for another chunk run.
2: 18-yard gain into the red zone then follows that up as you mentioned the chunk run of seven yards Niners into the red zone we're just getting underway third quarter 11 minutes to go we'll update you on the live line next see what happens in this Niner drive oh boy things are getting tight Jeff we're getting getting sweaty palm time as we come back Beeson BetSetter continues more NFC divisional round now.